Chris, you gotta smell this soap. Do I? It'll go great after you wash your diseased scrotum off. It's not diseased. <laughs> Probably. We can neither confirm nor deny. Well, we eventually will be able to confirm. Yeah, Soon. I, that won't be on the podcast. <laughs> can we do a live reading? No, because what if I have something? Can if we, you we'll don't do... have anything. If you don't have anything bad, life-threatening, can we do a live reading? I will come back for the live reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So, yeah, so I'm super anxious about it. Because if I have something, I'm fucked. Do you think you do? I don't think so. Dick seems pretty normal. I actually... Uh, you scared me. Let's see it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like if you don't go to the gym, I'm not even gonna swipe on you. And it's like, right? Okay. I mean, that's the that's, that's fun sucking your own dick at the gym. Like. <laughs> With sex toys, intent is key. Don't you fucking get what the guy particle is, you dumb motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to bust your bubble. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and that is like scientifically proven that male's deep voice is more attractive. Uh oh. Well, I mean, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you murder them and you eat their goddamn corpses. Is that necessarily true? No, this is a funny thing. I saw a TJ got picked to do this, and I said, I am a thousand times better than TJ. Like... All right, welcome back to We Are the Strange. This is a podcast where I talk to strange and interesting people. Um, my Andy Richter today is my buddy TJ, comedian around the town. Hi. Yep, that's how he talks normally. <laughs> and my guest today is comedian Rod Ledbody. Uh, he just said he was going to just talk about one. this. Rod, Rod Ledbody, right? He said Donnie Dolce. Oh, God damn it. Terrible. Well, I'll just cut it out. My guest today... You're not going to cut it out. Yes, I'm going to cut I've it out. I've heard this before. You don't cut anything out. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> and in fact, now that we're talking about it, you're going to seem like a crazy person because that whole beginning part's not going to exist. My well, guest then today, you're going to have to cut out the crazy person part, too. No, I'm going to leave that in so you sound crazy. My guest today, <laughs> goddamn, I'll do a crazy star already, <laughs> is Donnie Dolce. There you go. Did I say that right? Uh, it's Rod Ledbody. I, <laughs> God, you never listen. <laughs> now I'm not cutting anything out. <laughs> goddamn it. Uh, now I'm so confused. Donnie. Is not <laughs> listening an early symptom of an STD? Is that, is that an early warning sign? <laughs> Donnie, thank you for coming. Uh, uh, Donnie's a, a comic, uh, a local comic, uh, super funny guy, uh, produces things I won't get into what, uh, because that's too specific. People know you. Mm-hmm. So it'd be too easy to identify you. People can identify, uh, identify you by your voice. Let's hope not. <laughs> well, not, well, probably everybody. You have a very distinct voice. Do I? Yes. No oh, one sounds wow. like you. That was an emphatic agreement. Okay. I heard sir, I heard somebody recently do, like, uh... A uh, well-intentioned uh, impression of you, and I was like, "That that's a good t- right there." God damn it! <laughs> Don't worry, I can bleep that, that out. Will get me. Yeah, <laughs> he totally said, he totally said his real name. <laughs> Every time you say his real name, you have to do a shot of. I got yeah. through a, caffeine. I only got through caffeine a, a quarter you, of the name. First, you, you so don't do a quarter shot. <laughs> you don't you don't like caffeine, so I think that should be uh, your. Sorry, Donnie. I, I'm probably going to fuck that up, too, to be clear. <laughs> Donnie, uh, yes. one of the things that I like about you is you're, like, a super extroverted person, which is, like, completely polar opposite of me. I am extremely introverted, so when we hang out, it's, like, peanut butter and vinegar. But <laughs> I like that interaction that we have. I've gone, I've hung out with you a couple times outside of comedy, right? Yes. And uh, it's always 
I like watching you. <laughs> in, in the least creepy way. You, uh, I was wondering what the reflection from across the road was. When I, <laughs> <laughs> I look out my bedroom window. I, like, I find it interesting your, yeah. your interactions with other people because it's it's a polar opposite to my interactions with people. I've seen you so many times go up to people and just start talking to them. Strangers. Mm-hmm. Complete strangers. Yeah. Like a crazy person. Well, I, I don't <laughs> see it that way, but okay. <laughs> uh, have you always been that way? Um, short answer is probably yes, but yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm fascinated by people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that it's very easy to lump, categorize people and, you know, we're all, we're all delicate snowflakes when it, <laughs> when it boils down, you know, but each person has, you know, layers. Yeah. You know, I think... Frost may have said, you know, uh, I contradict myself, it's because I contain multitudes, or something along those lines. I'm sure I just butchered the shit out of that. But, That's okay, I don't read, so I could never check you on that. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> hopefully none of your listeners do either, so... They probably don't. Probably not. All 28 I, I feel like I'm safe. I'm just gonna... Yeah. Everything I say on this podcast is gonna be a Robert Frost quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go in one of two directions. <laughs> so you've always been extroverted, you say? Even yeah, as I'm kids? Just, I'm very, very curious about how the minds of others work. And I, so there was no point in your life, even as a child, that you were shy? Not that I can remember, but no. I've deleted a lot of my childhood. Deleted it? Yeah. Really? Interesting. TJ, were you uh, shy as a kid? Um, yeah. I'm a pretty shy kid. Yeah? Yeah. Definitely introvert back then. I'll be very, very silly for short periods of time, but then... Short periods? Then I kind of go back to <laughs> not being too loud and weird. Seems long, longer periods. See, on this topic, actually, TJ, you've described yourself as an introvert as well, and yet I perceive you to be a, kind of a ambivert. I think that mm-hmm. uh, he likes guys too. <laughs> I thought that was a donkey thing, or that, at least that's what Robert Frost called it. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, I'm assuming that means uh, introverted and extroverted. Yes, I've I've observed you because uh, I like watching people as well. Yeah, <laughs> you we're, know. so we're both problematic. I do have binoculars. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no uh, I, I've observed you in situations where you behave in a very extroverted manner, and I've also observed you in scenarios, very similar scenarios, where you behave in a very introverted way. So it, it's interesting. I might just have a problem controlling myself. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, Maybe I just uh, don't know how to act in situations. That would probably make. I think sense. that's probably true of all of us. <laughs> you know. Do you guys actually feel that way? Like you've you've been in situations where you don't think that you're acting in the appropriate manner. Yes. Really. Many times. Recently, or just in general, all the, like daily. You seem pretty confident in 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 this in a way that I feel like like you seem like at any given time you've think that you're doing what you're doing you're supposed to be like, go ahead you can do it at any given time i know that i am doing what i am doing <laughs> yeah i know but like <laughs> but uh i i'm very comfortable with failure and mistakes okay and errors yeah um i see them as opportunities for personal growth and i revel in those opportunities yeah so i may handle a scenario wildly inappropriately because mm-hmm. it felt like the right thing to do in the moment. Yeah. And then upon future analysis, realized that it was wildly inappropriate. <laughs> but I'm okay with it 
Yeah. Because it, reflection allows for analysis and improvement. So you treat it as a learning experience. Absolutely. So um, you're okay with going for it. No yeah, what. I'm. I'm. I'm actually like a, in a weird way. I'm kind of a fan of failure. Yeah. What about you, TJ? Uh, I fail. I don't really have a choice about it. I fail all the time. <laughs> That's not always. And I can either just learn from it or not. <laughs> I'm extremely scared of failure. 100. percent Yeah. Or looking looking dumb, or especially when I think I'm. I don't want people to think I was trying to be cool and then fail super hard. You know. Well, it just depends on are you if you're trying to what are you trying to prove? You know what I mean? It's not so much that is it's like I feel like because of the way I dress, people think that I think I'm cool. <laughs> you know? You think you're pretty cool. I don't think I'm cool. A hundred percent do not. And I wanna that for the record right now, I never once thought it was cool ever for any reason. Ever. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked by that. I hate You've you. done so many cool things. Like what? Bird uh, jokes? <laughs> <laughs> and that's biased because you also tell bird jokes. Well, I usually steal yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing and nothing. I don't think that I do anything cool at all. So I thought you were really cool until you just said that. Because, that I don't think I'm cool? Yeah. Because I, I think that you think you're cooler than you're comfortable letting on. I think that, uh, and I, I don't mean to get overly personal right now sure. or anything, but I think that you you think about the means by which you present yourself to the world and craft a representation that you perceive as cool why you don't why you deny ownership of that befuddles me i, I don't get that i'm not uh denying that what i'm saying this no, I mean, podcast ownership, is over no, <laughs> ownership of the cool because it, it, you are a very cool person like i i think that you you handle yourself very well in social scenarios. I think that your style is is unique in a way that most people try way too hard to pull off and and fail. Uh, like I I think you are a very cool person in a lot of ways. So to hear you speak so dismissively of my cool friend bothers <laughs> me. I get that, <laughs> but everyone perceives like themselves differently than other people perceives them sure you know i think it's impossible to get i don't think anyone's completely dead on you know no one's like i think this is the idea i have in my mind and this is what also people see of me in my head uh i think that um i'm not cool and i'm like i'm okay with that though i'm okay with being a big dork because that's all i've ever been my whole life like in in high school just like freshman i was in band i played the clarinet i was in anime club and then i've just been that since that point. But I think those things are cool. Like If that's what you like, that's what's cool. Yeah. Doing the you... shit you're into is cool. Sorry. No. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I think ownership of one's own desire is the coolest thing. Sure. You also, know? what's cool? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, you, I know I'm using yeah, that word for me. I'm using that word for a lack of better term because I'm thirty two and I should not be <laughs> You know, a pot, like occupying my mind with the word "cool." Why not? Uh, why? I don't know. I think "cool" is such a like it's an outdated kind of uh, term. The description. I agree. Adjective. That's outdated. Let's switch to groovy. <laughs> <laughs> that's farther back. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, let's get into a, a segment. I do. Um, are you familiar with misconnections? Uh, I have heard you speak of it on 
Your podcast, yes. Okay. <laughs> Apparently it is a Craigslist uh, reconnection. Like, right. See Brian Eggsaw, a hot girl <laughs> in a grocery store and stalked her with it or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, is, no, no, no. I'm you, kidding. <laughs> I like you've been calling it Lookout in this area. Yeah, it's called... I, this, like, this, I like you treating this like uh, like a radio program. Like, look out for this area. Creeps yeah. on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this segment's called Watch Out in This Area. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one's in... Uh, Joliet slash Shorewood. Um, Is this a gun? The, uh, no, that's a that's a case for like a tiny um, camera device. <laughs> it's a gun case, stupid. I, uh, I shoot a lot of pornos down here. <laughs> I don't think the for the listeners, uh, our guest looked around apprehensively <laughs> <laughs> and then actively chose to remain silent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one's called uh, Walmart. You are quite hairy. That's the name of this one. It's in Joliet Shorewood, so watch out in Joliet slash Shorewood. Uh, I honestly don't know if you were showing off or if it was just an honest slip up, but I saw the hair sprouting out either side of your panty. If your <gasps> mother, if your mother had not been there, I think I would have offered my services to you. Oh. I haven't had any massage clients for a few years, but I would love to get you on the table for a long rub. It seems all women now shave or don't have much to begin with, but your dark and protruding bush made me made my day. Oh Lol. My <laughs> made my week. Would you be up to show me again? Uh. My question to you, Dolce. <laughs> I almost said your name. Is why did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> also, what were you doing in Shorewood? <laughs> um, actually. I was the one with the overly protrusive bush. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you guys like pulled back a little bit when they when he said, uh, "I saw your mom. You were there with your mom." Yeah. But this could have been like an older lady with an even older mom. Do you think? I that? like that you think that was the only part that caused us to pull back. Well, that part <laughs> did upset me the most. I heard you. I heard you, I heard you guys noticeably <laughs> pull back. That, that part was bad. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, and then I did too. But if you got a lot of bush hair. Gotta be a little bit older, right? No, I used to work at a pool, and uh, <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I didn't like it either. <laughs> but you see a lot of you see a lot of you see a lot of pubes. I guess people don't really shave anymore, right? I've, at least trim. People trim now, at least. It's right? more about like maintenance rather than I, clear cutting. I think back in the day, like uh, from after the seventies, from like the eighties to the nineties and thousands, the whole thing was shaving completely. And now I think we're back in a time where it's like, just trim that shit, right? Do you prefer clean shaven or trimmed? My preference yeah. is like landing strip. Really? People still do that? That's Well, I'm a little older than you guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm dating myself a bit. That is my preference. Uh, but I, it's not like... Wait, is it on you or them? Uh, oh, the landing strip? Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm bare as a baby's ass. No, I'm just <laughs> no uh, I personally trim. Uh, I have little variance in, in preference between trimming and and shaving or waxing. Okay. Uh, but I would say it's like sixty forty in favor of of shaving or waxing. Waxing trimming. Have you been? Have you ever waxed before? Have I ever yeah. been waxed? Uh, actually, I have a 
Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I have a story. I knew I'd get something. I have a story. <laughs> uh, so... My ex-fiance, yeah. uh, this was, I was like 25 or something, and uh, we were broke, and uh, she was used to getting waxed, she was kind of high maintenance, and yeah. she was used to getting waxed regularly, and we couldn't afford for her to continue right, yeah. her waxing schedule, so she ordered a home waxing kit. Dear Lord. And... I proceeded to attempt my first waxing. Oh my god! Of a human, and uh, went right to where it counts and everything. And I was just destroying this poor girl. <laughs> like I was so bad at it. I was causing her so much pain, and like it was just all going horribly wrong. Oh my god! And uh, so I felt so bad that I scooped a giant glob of the wax out and just smeared it across my own torso. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. And then <laughs> proceeded to Whoa. equally badly rip it all off, and it was excruciating, and I can only imagine how that felt in her labial region. <laughs> yeah, but I respect that you as, uh, as trying to make up for it did it to yourself. That's interesting. Yeah, you 40-year-old virgin very, yourself. That's a very Japanese, like, it mentality. Was, it, it was like... I have offended you, Hokomitsu. <laughs> 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 I have dishonored you. That's why, for many years, uh, most have called me the Samurai Waxer. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the alternate names. A man, yeah. a man of many names. <laughs> um, that's that's super weird. This, this next one's called... Uh, need a big steak too? Oh no, sorry. Need a big snake too? Um, that one I definitely wrote. In Chicago, <laughs> so watch out in Chicago. Uh, I'm male, good looking, and interested. Wait, what? Sounds like me. This doesn't make any Sounds sense. Sounds like something I would say. I I make good looking and interested. That's what it says. Need a big snake. I am a girl. Need a real boy. I don't think any... That all seems not real. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're a girl in need of a boy, you don't need Craigslist misconnection. This isn't but, even a misconnection. Yeah, this no, is No, most just, of these misconnections are... It's just are, a volunteering just of yeah. Screaming of into the void. Most Horny! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. Everyone's walking around the city going, Horny! <laughs> it would immediately remove the need for any sort of app. <laughs> that's what that's what's gonna devolve to. Like Tinder was like the next step, and like in the missing link, and then now we're just gonna go around screaming horny. Everyone have a conch shell. <laughs> <laughs> horny. The beacon is lit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the reason I pulled this one, I didn't see that first part, is because I was like, oh, cool, like, I, I've seen some women on this site, like, try to, try to get men, or either women, I'm doing the bunny quotes thing, mm -hmm. um, maybe they're women. What quotes? Uh, bunny quotes. Bunny? Yeah, did you do this with your hands? I call them air quotes, bunny quotes works too. I like, uh, bunny's cuter, and that's kind of the, the demographic I'm going for, is <laughs> cute people, and people like cute things. Cute people you with are... huge protruding bushes. <laughs> your demo. You are adorable. Uh, <laughs> not cool though. <laughs> <laughs> no, people are gonna figure out who I am. At least not. At least not cool to a third of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry. <laughs> this next one's called. Wait, you don't think he's cool either? Not anymore. Oh, well, not cool to two thirds of us. I That's guess. fine. Now you're just like on the same boat as me. This next one's <laughs> called Fine Movie Friends. So watch oh. out in the gurney area. Oh. Uh, women only, 28 and up. Chill, watch movies, and cuddle. I'm a female, 29. We'll email a picture back. 420 all day. I can host. Won't be disappointed. That actually sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just wants to hang out and watch movies and cuddle and well, get high? This is lady for lady. Lady I for think, lady. I think she's seeking a split-legged waddle. What is, uh, what is uh, <laughs> split-legged waddle? Is that what you call scissoring? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you think, got there quick. Do you think, <laughs> I think you were there already. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> do you think lesbians call it scissoring? I don't think... I always heard that was, like, not a real thing. Yeah, that's what I it's heard. It's, like, made up by, like, straight dudes. But I also don't know, yeah, because I've, I've been... I've definitely been... seen it in porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've also don't... seen women in movies attracted to Woody Allen, because he fucking wrote the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, I think he... Uh, no, that's going to be so politically incorrect. <laughs> Fuck it. Were you going to uh, defend Woody Allen? No, yeah. I was going to say I'm pretty sure Woody Allen has enough money in the bank to where there's plenty of women attracted to him. That's not politically incorrect. It's potentially it? an anti-Semitic joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's wow, politically correct. Wow, I didn't even think of that. No. Holy, wow, you're coming up with ways to make me bigoted that I hadn't even pondered. <laughs> Look, have, I have a superpower, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can, you can allocate bigotry to anyone? I can victimize in less than two seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's, uh, both genders are, are um, guilty of being attracted to money. Absolutely. Yeah. I would f- fucking suck bunions for a Federal Reserve-sized bank account. Really? No. I'd suck bunions really? for a chance. How much would you guys do... No, but I don't really care about money. ...for $5 million? Whatever you want. <laughs> right? Money. Like, once? Once. One time. One time? Fuck. I, I don't know. I can't think of anything I wouldn't. Yeah. $5 million? You know how hard it is to make $5 million? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm very aware. Um, Is there anything you would not do for five million? Um, <clears throat> I would not give someone six million dollars <laughs> for five million dollars. Oh, so you were asking the question about like totally open ended? I thought you were talking about sexual acts. Yeah, it was basically sexual. Yeah, that's well, what I was implying. Okay, so is there any sexual act you would not perform? No, I would do whatever. <laughs> wow, the the intensity. Yeah, this of isn't your about money. I just like to party. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna burn it like the Joker. <laughs> this next one is long. I'm gonna want six bucks. <laughs> this next one's long, and the guy didn't opt to say where this was. But it's worth it for the ride. So just watch out everywhere. Yeah, just yeah. Basically, women. <laughs> That's the message. Of the show. And this is strictly for women. Basically, watch out everywhere. This one's called "She Crop Dusted Me in the Cereal Aisle." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with this person too. <laughs> I like doing my shopping at night, like late night, and you never know what weirdos will appear. It's usually empty. The store's yours to do as you please. But this one night, nope. This one beautiful lass, no older than forty, great shape. Rocking some Lululemon yoga pants, looking real tight, was in front of me. You, both of us were going in the uh, aisle to aisle, and halfway through, nothing was going to change. I saw her raise up her back heels, and I knew something was afoot. Oh my god! And she looked back at me. We made brief eye contact. She quickly turned the corner, and I was like stunned. What was that? I think it was. So the only one way to find out, I quickly passed the Captain Crunches up and made my way to the scene of the crime, and it hit me. Yep. 
She let it rip. And as, <laughs> as much as I was grossed out, I was a bit turned on in the weirdest way. I have ever been in my entire life. For a, so, for a quick second, I basked, basked in fumes of what oh she left for God. me. And then I quickly went into the next aisle where she was waiting for me. I was stunned. She was like, well, what did you think? With, no! <laughs> with careful thought, I was like, probably grilled chicken, Brussels sprouts, Chibana yogurt, egg whites. She's like, very impressive, two out of five. But I need a man that can guess three out of five. Or better, and then left me in the blue ball aisle. <laughs> uh, they're a pretty good writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> felt, totally felt like I was there. I, uh, yeah. they, they paint a picture. They really paint a picture. They didn't introduce like eight other characters. When, uh, well, this is not for you, TJ, specifically, because you're married, so that's not ever going to happen. But, uh, Donnie, when you date someone, do you fart in front of them? Yes. Immediately, or do you wait? I don't wait long at all. <laughs> like, I'll get through the first meal or two, but... Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm super weird about it. I never fart in front of the people I'm dating. No, I, I think you're more normal <laughs> about really? it. I think that... I don't know. Every time I ask everybody else, they're like, dude, just fart. And I'm like, no. Dude. Yeah, I fart whenever. Like, like when that... I got a fart. I fart. It's just a natural human yeah. behavior. Yeah, um, and I get that. And I'm just like I'm. I feel like I'm the weird. I'm the weird odd man out because I never do in front of my spouse or anything like that, um, or anyone I'm dating or anything like that. To the point where, like, when we get those STD tests back, I feel like it's like you're positive for farts, and you need, <laughs> you need a fucking fart. You know that if you hold farts in for long enough, the gas can actually, like, if you actively hold farts in too much. It can actually work its way back through your system and come out your mouth as basically fart breath. What the fuck are you saying to me right this, this is not like personal research that I've done or anything, but I know I read that somewhere. I think that happens in weird science. Weird science? No. <laughs> the, the movie where they make a lady? TJ, you're a doctor. Is that, is that, does that... It, it's, it holds up. Absolutely, it holds up. No, it doesn't. If you hold up your farts, you get fart mouth. <laughs> it's officially science. It sounds like we're like uh, third graders, like talking about, like having the serious conversation about medical shit. You know, I, I think it is the responsibility of the healthy adult to maintain... A strong relationship with their inner eight-year-old. So I am all Farts are funny. Farts will probably never be not funny. Right. Do you yeah. want to be with a person who doesn't think farts are funny? Yeah. I mean, one of the things I always said was, I can't get married until I I uh, stop thinking farts are funny. And then I got married, and now I'm divorced. And I was like, I should listen to my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you married? Uh, two months. Whoa. Two months, yeah. That's impressive. Well, I was supposed to join the military, and then I didn't get in. How do you not get into the military? He wasn't they? cool enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, get this geek out of here. That math checks out. <laughs> no. Um, I went through all the, the physicals and the, the testing and stuff like that, but they found out that I had kidney stones. STDs? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Actually, wait. Would they have tested me? No, they don't give a shit. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, whatever. Um, but they found out I had kidney stones from, like, two years ago, and uh, I never got cleared of them. So they made me go get, like, an x-ray and then some other shit, and then they 
I showed them the x-ray, and they're like, this might be kidney stones. So basically, you can't come back till you're sure that you don't have kidney stones. So I'm pretty sure I have kidney stones. They don't let you in if you have kidney stones. Why? What? Um, I guess it's an insurance thing. They don't want to deal with any medical things previous to you getting in the actual military. So that's why I started doing stand-up, was to stick it to the military. You're showing them. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you won that battle. Right, yeah. I actually <laughs> just got always a, lose battles. I got a text from the Army the other day. It was like, hey, we saw that you went through the whole process, and then something weird happened. What was that about? And I was just didn't text them back. So, But I was married for two months. Two, so, two months. That, yeah, you jumped down that tangential rabbit hole of the military pretty quickly yeah. when asked about your, your marriage. Yeah. Uh, what do the two have to do with one another? Well, she left right after that. After you couldn't, after she we got married, about your we got married. Stones? One of the reasons uh, I wanted to get married, not it wasn't even a big reason, part of the reason. Like I, I married her because I was in love with her. The other thing though was that uh, she could come with me if I got married first, and then went into the military because oh, so then they would she... pay for housing. Uh, once I got out of boot camp, they would pay for like uh, housing or some kind of something outside of that. So she was just looking to freeload her way to Hawaii or something. Well, I I don't know about that, but, uh, I mean, we definitely had a a plan, and then the plan didn't happen, so she bailed right after that. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. No, that's fine. I started doing comedy after that, and I'm I'm way better. I'm happy to hear that. Huh? I'm happy to hear that. Yeah? You're uh, You're one of my favorite comics. Are you divorced? I am. Happily. Did you... is, Is it the same story as me, where you started doing comedy right after that? Shortly thereafter, yes. Really? Uh, actually... Sobriety was more my my catalyst. You know, we we all most really of us, sobriety did it. Yeah, when I finally sobered up. Yeah, yeah, because I was a I was an abuser of varietal substances for about a quarter century or so, and uh, when I flushed everything, like now I don't even take Advil. Right? Really? Okay. Yeah, you seem like a very kind of like holistic guy. I am, except for the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, if, if I, if you ask me the ingredients of the contents of this uh, thing I brought, it would take me a while to really rattle off all the superfoods and nutrients. And well, you want, uh, do you, you eat meat? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I brought bacon for us for an after show treat. <laughs> oh, you brought so much stuff. That's very nice of you. TJ, are you divorced? Uh, I am not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a timeline are you thinking? <laughs> Whatever Britt realizes she can do better. That's all I'm waiting on right now. Wait, so you are divorced? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I pulled some questions from Reddit. Tonight, I want to try some of those out. Um, some of these, they're not very funny, honestly. Uh, I, I just honestly, I, I wanted to know um, your thoughts. So, Donnie, have you ever spent entire days in bed due to depression? If so, what were your first steps in breaking the cycle? Yes, is the answer to the first part of the question. Um, I think that I, I had struggles with mental health for a large portion of my life and, mm-hmm. and probably still do to some extent. I mean, I think everyone does. Yeah, it's hard to shake that, right? Um, and, you know, it's everything's on a spectrum. Uh, I don't really believe in absolutes. But uh, I do a lot of yoga. I meditate a lot. Um, yeah. And I 
eat right, and um, I, I'm a big believer in kind of uh, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy mind, healthy body, and finding balance. Right. Um, and it's thankfully it's been a long time since I've. So you find that 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 helps. Oh my God! The yeah, uh, the ability to to kind of all you have to do it, and. This is just for me. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone else. But all I found I have to do to shake that initial like oh, I can't, I just can't do it today mentality is just roll my ass out of bed and fly. I keep a yoga mat right next to my bed. I will flop out onto it and I'll just you know, kind of do alternate alternate between downward dog and uh, cobra pose or whatever, and which is just kind of for anybody that doesn't know that, Google it. Uh, Google image. So <laughs> I, I can't describe them. But Brian Egg's a great yoga instructor. <laughs> uh, ask Brian Egg then. Trying <laughs> to be a professional one. Yeah. Uh, in addition to all of the. Yep. Cool. Hey, I wish him the best. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I mean, just something to get your blood pumping. Yeah. I think you know, endorphin release. Um, I have a, I find myself in a lot of conversations with people where they talk a lot about their frustrations, but talk very little about the steps they're taking yeah. to rectify their dilemmas. Yeah, what and, are their names? <laughs> uh, top of the list is Christopher. <laughs> I'm bleeding that out. <laughs> I love giving him some more work to do. No, I, I think that especially in, in the digital age of information, there there are resources available to all of us and yeah. suggestions to solve most of life's problems. Sure. And while there are some for whom those solutions don't work, I think there is also a subsect of the populace who assumes failure prior to making an effort. I agree, yeah. And just kind of enjoys bitching and moaning about their problems more than they actually want to fix their problems. Yeah. And I find that perhaps a character flaw of my own is a lack of tolerance for that mentality. Right, so uh, to sum up everything that he just said... Um... Suck it up, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no, no. Hot tips from Donnie Dolce, right? There. <laughs> no, I mean, like, there, there are obvious, everything's a spectrum. You sure. Know, there are no absolutes. But I think that some people with milder issues feel a sense of solidarity with, with other people, with others from complaining, yeah. from exacerbating their scenario. Right. Um, I do think that there's a lot of people out there that don't try it. And which is kind of disrespectful to people that do try and still can't. Yes. And then they think that they're on the same level. It's like, no, those people actually tried like everything, and you're just kind of being right. a lazy piece of shit, to be completely honest. Yep. Um, and I'm not for that either. Uh, cool. I'm glad I was able to convert you over yeah. to the dark side of. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, TJ? You got any uh, tricks, tips, and tricks for um, getting out of a slump? I walk a lot, and yeah. that helps me. Walking? I walk, yeah. I go for nice long walks with the pups or without yeah. sometimes and just, uh, I go, f I, I kind of do a little bit of speed walking without quite as much hip swagger, but mm. I get, I get my heart up and I keep it up there for like an hour or longer. And yeah. Just kind of go. Endorphins. Yeah. Right. I'm in a, I'm in the same mentality as you guys, mostly like, you know, exercise. I'll do a lot of exercise. 
Um, but for me, it's not like so much like getting the blood pumping. It's just like I hate exercise, so that's all I think about during that time. <laughs> is like if I I'll go for a run because I hate running, and the whole time that I'm running, I'm thinking about how much I hate running. So I don't think so about it takes what, your mind off of it. One hundred percent takes my mind yeah. off whatever is bothering me because I hate exercise so much. So that's a very weird. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense. Like uh, running the the alternating pacing and stuff. It, it like fits in with some uh, psychological treatments that have been popularized recently. Like like tapping and TJ, you probably know more about this stuff than I do. Uh, they tap dancing. No, it can help you if you tap dance if you're yeah. good at it. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm not really familiar with that. With um, so it's like uh, sensory. You can kind of. I don't know a lot about this, uh, but um, it's you can kind of physical. The physical sensation of repeated contact will actually distract the brain from frustration. So if you're if you're dwelling on something or. Um, it, things of that nature, literally just, I don't know if you can hear so, this in the microphone, yeah, but just tapping or uh, walking is also, it, it kind of creates this meditative state or this okay. this heightened uh, state of mindfulness that distracts from the past or the future, whichever is the preoccupation. That might be, uh, I mean, that tapping, rhythmic tapping, that's basically music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another way... Like, that I think really helps with kind of just, like, when you're in dark places or things like that. Uh, I really have come to rely on drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> okay, Except have you heard for of Donnie now. <laughs> I find that works really well for about 20 years. And then it's a steep downward spiral for about five and then you either die or sober up. Right. <laughs> I, I remember that line from Batman. Uh, <laughs> this next one. Actually, uh, uh, I believe that was Robert Frost. <laughs> also Robert that. Frost. Here we go. <laughs> party That's hard. Uh, that's what's known as a callback. This next one is called, the question is, you get exemption from every law in the world, what do you do? Every law. Every law, Donnie. Nothing is illegal for Donnie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Nothing off the table for old Donnie. Um, what kind of damage is Donnie going to do? Or just purge for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to purge like crazy. Yeah? You yeah. know, I don't know. I would I would probably steal something. Yeah? Yeah. Is it still stealing if it's not illegal anymore? I don't know. Yeah. I, and I would... Yeah. And I think there's a fairly high probability I would return it after I had experienced yeah. whatever. It Stealing's was. fun though. I like I like the idea of stealing. You ever stolen anything? I steal lots of things. <laughs> well, but it's what? it's nothing that. Where's my wallet? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never anything anyone wants. It's just weird stuff like this exit sign behind me. I ripped it off of a wall from a hotel. I won't say which one. It was in Detroit. Um, and I took that i like to take light bulbs light bulbs. in That's lobbies weird. in lobbies Are i like to hot? take them they're very hot <laughs> they're very hot after you steal them and then yeah but then i just put the i use my <laughs> sleeve to kind of untwist them so i'll yeah. steal those out of hotel lobbies most of my stealing is from hotels uh <laughs> just like random stuff how often do you find yourself in hotels a lot really yeah oh I, I <laughs> why do you around. sound so dark about it i move around a lot Oh. <laughs> wow, you just 
You just straight up Christian Bale Batman your voice for a second on that. I move around a lot. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the cool. only thing of value I've really stolen is the book. When I was like in grade school, I stole from the book fair. What book? Was it the Bible? It's called Abductions, a book about aliens. Because in grade school, up until now, I've been obsessed with aliens. Do you believe in aliens? I 100% believe in aliens. Yeah? Do you not? No. Really? You don't believe in aliens? I mean, I don't know. There might be like life somewhere else, but I don't. I don't That's an alien. Like UFOs. I don't think they've ever come here. Oh, then well, your your idea of aliens isn't the typical, which I don't believe in that either necessarily. But I do believe in life on other planets. Donnie. Yes. Are you one of I... them? <laughs> the way you said that, it was like yes. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. That beep is boop, affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> that is affirmative, and the extent of my allowed reply. <laughs> I just think that's statistically unlikely that there's no life on another planet somewhere. I totally agree. Um, what? My curiosity is lies. Are they more, hot? Yeah. <laughs> really, my curiosity lies more with the the interactive aliens, if you will, that so many oh, yeah. humans speak of. I don't think there's that. I think there's a higher probability of them being uh, time travelers than. I like that theory. Than, it's just us. Yeah, it's us coming back to see like what we did right or wrong mm-hmm. or whatever, um, or to. Potentially, you know, like the the anal probe thing or whatever that everybody gets seems to it seems to happen to everybody that's ever seen a UFO or what. Uh, but I think that's more like genetic testing for future manipulation, um, kind of a scenario. I think that's more highly probable. I think other life in the in the our galaxy or or in the universe most likely takes on variant forms that we would not necessarily even be able to interact with okay like sentient shades of blue yes All right. thing yeah i think i think there's probably life out there but it's gonna be like something of like a dog like a weird dog <laughs> what <laughs> i'm serious like it's gonna be a creature that's not as like up to the intelligence level we are but it's gonna be something you know or maybe they're more advanced i don't know like the, the universe is has been around for forever so maybe you know there is a as long as they're Christian, that's all I can <laughs> Always pushing your religious agenda. That's me. <laughs> uh, can I speak with the HR department, please? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I feel persecuted. <laughs> My job here is done. All right. Uh, no, well, I, think, I mean, we only we only separated on a from a DNA perspective. Like we only separated from uh, mycelium about six hundred million years or, or so ago. Yeah. And and spores can exist in the vo- vacuum of space, you know. And it, there's I think there's potential for dispersion of organic life as we know it taking on different forms similar yeah. to the way there's a huge variety of species in existence on this planet right. you know and i don't think that there is necessarily anything that dictates that bipedal you know 10 digited <laughs> uh large f- f- prefrontal cortex ape descendants. <laughs> ape descendants are the only uh, you know, I think there could be bug people or dolphins or, you know, or what, kind of whatever. People. They can be any kind of intelligent, like, too. They can, like, as long, like, it just depends on how... If like, they can be dumb if they want? Well, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, they can propagate throughout space, but it just depends on if they're intelligent enough to also, like, get tested for STDs. <laughs> That's, like, all that really matters. 
<laughs> if you're gonna go around fucking through this fucking stratosphere. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, <laughs> you guys got anything to plug? Anything coming up? Uh, I'd like to promote a company called uh, Let'sGetChecked.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Official sponsors of uh, We Are the Strange Podcast. <laughs> we Are the Clean Podcast. Is what well, we yeah, no, there is there is one thing that uh, I would like to promote. It's a, a soap company called Schaefer Life. Uh, SchaeferLife.com. They. Uh, they do some good things. They uh, make donations to homeless shelters and stuff, and uh, it's super fancy uh, soap that's expensive but amazing, and they do a lot of good, and they're really good people that uh, started it. A uh, guy named Askura Taihimba and his wife Monike Taihimba uh, are amazing people uh, that are that are really doing a lot of good for for the communities they're involved with. So check out shapeforlife.com. Very cool. Uh, good company, uh, doing stuff for a good cause. TJ, you got any shitty comedy things? Some selfish <laughs> shitty comedy thing you want to plug? All about <laughs> me, baby! Hi, you piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, Lunar every Wednesday, except for uh, next except Wednesday. for the next several. Because <laughs> <laughs> the holidays, holiday stuff coming up. Uh, I'm at SNF. Still not Friday. Doing 20 minutes on oh. uh, 1219. You didn't tell me 19th, so that'll be funsies. Blep blep. Not the one I'm on. So no, specifically weird. by choice. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm available any night. It's not on the. <laughs> no, bleep that out. <laughs> my goddamn last name. <laughs> That's when you have to forget. Anything else? Uh, Nacho Treehouse with you on November 30th. We're going to be right. riffing the first 30 minutes of Batman and Robin. That is right. Uh, so we got that on the 30th. Uh, tonight, because uh, I'm posting this on Saturday, is, is the 23rd is going to be Shots of Giggles in Joliet. We got a great lineup. Uh, Jim Flanagan's on it. Uh, Jeff Bromfield. I think Josh Chuboff. I didn't verify yep, that. Yes. Uh, and then December 2nd, I'll be at Elixir in Chicago for So Emo. Uh, so that's fucking cool. Uh, thank you to everyone I had to bribe for that one. Uh, I was going to say, how did you get booked on So Emo? Uh, yeah, you know, they didn't. Uh, this <laughs> is before the STD thing, so <laughs> I'm probably not going to be able to be on it after. I'm going to release this podcast after that. If anyone so. listening has never seen Chris, he. He is like the poster child for that show. So. Yeah. 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 Anything else, Chris? Sorry, Andrew. No, no, that's it. Uh, so thank you, Donnie, for coming out. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Okay. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for the STD test. I'll be uh, digging into that tonight. Uh, so thank you, TJ. Uh, if you guys got any questions or comments, send it to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, I'll see you next week. Bye.